and welcome to the Jag Off Hour. I hope this is a great start to your week, and I, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Izzy the Anomaly. There's a werewolf. There's a werewolf? No, it's a jaguar. All right, so we're live. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Uh, so with me today, I have the man, the myth, the legend, the anomaly, I.Z. Roosevelt. Ah! And my girlfriend here, Megan Watkins, artist expert. Artist extraordinaire. Yes, indeed. Um, Good to be here on the show, doing a little... Um, Possibly a little shorter of a show for you guys here today, but hopefully we can get you some good content still. And we're trying to keep it consistent in putting out these shows for you every week, whether or not the situation is ideal or you get that, you know, jag power hour. <laughs> we don't want to use the word power hour. That's our boys. That was a little, that was a little like Easter egg for them to find on their own, you know. Heard. But, um, yeah, I'm here. And with my boy, so... Yo, so tell me who you are. Like, I've had two episodes explaining, like, who the fuck I am and, like, what I do. But hit me with it. What do you do? Yeah, so... I am Isaac. Um, I enjoy fighting and violence on both controlled and uncontrolled levels. But myself, I came from, like, a background of not doing this shit. Just had a large family work construction basically my entire life and I was a piece of shit uh, stealing and drinking and doing drugs and all that so basically I found this gym uh, shout out to Rogue Combat Club and they basically turned the course of my life around now I'm an amateur fighter with them I have a 4-0 record with two, two TKOs or KOs um, out of my four wins so sheesh I can vouch, like, his fights are awesome. Yeah, so it's going really well for me there. And then I'm also, like, changing the course of my career as well with Rogue Combat Club. But um, it's been a really good journey for me, and I'm just glad to be here in the community of people I have. Like, I wouldn't have met my boy Justin here if it weren't for Rogue. It's really just been a good experience for me. Changed my, my life a little bit. And I'm hoping to keep that uh, inertia rolling forward and continuing the change. The man, the myth, the legend, as I say again. But, dude, since I guess this is a special episode, as you already said, like, nobody knew that until now, bro. You just, you dropped the bomb on him. Yeah. You Hiroshima, they, uh, no. Um, so I would say this is going to be our anomaly special. Uh, we're going to be talking about some fucking aliens today. And, like, this time... <laughs> I'm going to, like, hammer this topic down. Uh, since it's a shorter episode, I don't think I'm going to get off track half as bad. Yeah. But I'm still me, myself, and I. Uh, the man with the thunder thighs. El Aguar. <laughs> uh, but, dude. So, just, do you guys believe in aliens? Period. Yes. Yes. I believe that there has to be something else out there. Like, if we look at ourselves like we're the biggest and the baddest of all creatures in the universe then you gotta be a, a someone who's really like not very intelligent whether or not I believe that they're trying to fuck with us is a whole different question um, do you think they've had anything. like contact do you think they've ever just been curious or anything like that or do you think it's more like an isolated event like we're all going through these stages and everyone's like 
in that weird little stage before. Yes, there's a theory, which I forget the name of, life was planted on the planet by a more intelligent creature, a higher being, you know, and possibly in the form of, like, fungus, because there's fungus... Bro, you watch Joe Rowe, don't you? Yeah, I do, I I love my boy Joe Rowe. But anyways, this is not even his topic, fire alarm. Um, (laughs) Anyways, there's a theory that, like, it, it came to life, life came to Earth through, like, fungus, because fungus can live in the vacuum of space. There's certain funguses that can grow and can still live in the vacuum of space because they don't necessarily need all this oxygen cool shit we got here. But um, I think that life very well could have been planted here and then they're coming and checking up on us like a garden, you know, and then seeing what we're doing. So that's woke ass shit. Yes, sir. I dude, I've heard like Joe Rose mentioned shit about this. Yeah. Uh, he uh he he said something about like maybe every time they come back they do a harvest and then leave like a landscape or something. I swear you just listened to the yeah, same I like listen, podcast I, I listened to. to. The same <laughs> There's probably Duncan Trussell. Oh my God! Yes, I'm like I'm still got like 12 minutes left of that yeah. episode. It's, it's, a, it's a cool show, but yeah, man. Uh, I think that definitely they've come and they've visited us probably when like we started dropping nukes and shit because they saw Have it. you seen those like videos and pictures of shit like that? Yeah, and the Wild. surge of reported uh, aliens all went up when we started dropping nukes like and doing the testing. That's when people started like saying... Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. All that shit popped up when we started using nuclear weapons. So I feel like they saw that shit because they probably use nuclear energy on a whole different level than us and a level that we can't quite understand yet. I suppose that would be the answer to that question. I think they've visited us before, but I'm not confident that they're like, that we're able to quite communicate with them. So I don't think there's been like contact between me or or the government and aliens. I don't think they're talking to each other or they have any conspiracies because I don't think that we're on a level to communicate with them yet. Hypothetically speaking, would they be good at jujitsu? <laughs> I don't know, man. Think I about think it, bro. That jujitsu <laughs> is an art that's specifically designed for a human-shaped thing and imagine like this alien might not be human shaped he might not be humanoid he might be a gelatinous you know so i think they probably have something else like she was about to say yeah they have their own alien karate alien martial arts bro alien kyoku shinji uh dude you know think about it so if they have such a good understanding of the human body and everything and they're so like technological and like even if they were just like some robot or something, um, think about it. Would they know the human body to such an extent? Like they wouldn't be scared of like guns or bullets or shit. They're just on like some like triple prime time Bruce Lee type shit. And then they just they understand the human body composition so well. So like anytime something 
like just jujitsu locked up their arm, broke that shit. Just think about it. Like, I would, don't think like, so. I don't, I don't think so because I think in order to have the level of technology to travel through space at like such high speeds, like we can't hardly go from planet to planet. It costs us so much money to go from planet to planet that it's debilitating to the government funding, and they have the ability to go from like one universe to another universe possibly if they have this level of technology i don't feel like they would prioritize the physical fighting part i feel like they would have some technology that they can use to just dismantle your body with their deeper understanding of anatomy or maybe they don't know shit about our anatomy either like maybe they are guessing maybe they haven't made contact or anything because they think we're on a higher level than we are, you know. Okay, input. Um, yeah. <laughs> what I was thinking is that, you know how people are, like, being less physical with technology? What if they're so advanced that they don't really, they don't really do all that physical stuff. They just use their technology and they're kind of lazy. That's part of what I was saying. That's, part, that's a little bit, like, kind of part of what I was saying, but also... I feel like the body of an alien might just be vastly different than what we're thinking about. So they might not even have the same type of martial arts, you know? If you if your arms didn't have bones on the inside and your bones were on the outside, you would be using martial arts differently. Mm-hmm. Everything would be different. Or perhaps yeah, yeah. you have no bones. Yeah. Me personally, if I ever saw an alien, like, what would, what do you think, what do you imagine your, like, first reaction is? Knowing what you know about fighting and, like, how you can't really know what the situation's like until you're in it. Yeah. What do you think your first reaction would be? Definitely not to punch an alien in the face. Yeah. Um, you think they'll fuck you up? I think (laughs) that that's not how you want your first interaction with a creature to be, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, or any creature. I don't care if it's an alien or it's a fucking, like, dog. A dog. Yeah, you don't just walk up on the dog and punch that shit in the face. Like, yeah, fuck you. Just for existing. That's not a good uh, first impression. I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. Probably shit in my pants. (laughs) Okay, facts. Would it help if you um, sketched out what your alien Probably not. You are such an artist, bro. That was so, like, we just want to punch and case shit. So me personally, I've always thought about it, and like, I think if I ever see an alien, it it'll be very different. But if I ever feel like imposed or threatened upon, like upon seeing this being, like if I do, long story short, my plan is to just full on cheat that bitch. Just cheat it away. Just cheat the shit out of it. Just. Yeah. Like, if for those who don't know what a teep is, a teep is like a front kick. It's like, it's, it's what, like, people use to kick down doors and shit. Like, I'm a kick, I'm a teep it with my full power. Mm-hmm. And if nothing happens, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit myself because I made the yeah. wrong decision. But so I think I would... anyone out there who doesn't know what a front kick is, uh, it's basically just a Sparta kick. And I know that you'll be able to understand that one because of the movies. Um, but anyways... Yo, yo, have you ever heard of, uh, like, Travis Walton's story or anything like that? I'm terrible with names, sir. I feel, I'm probably, but I don't know for sure. 
Uh, so this guy, this guy was one of the first big UFO incidents. He mm-hmm. was a woodsman. Yeah. 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 He got abducted in the woods. Like with all his friends yeah. just in the truck back there, just like what the fuck. Yeah. And then he was back like fucking. He pushed. He pushed. Day the later, they found him or something. Five. Five days later. Yeah, yeah, dude. He went missing for five days. Yeah, but you see, if your first reaction is punch the alien, then you they're gonna go put you to sleep, for five days. and <laughs> you're gonna be missing for five days. Like, imagine if the first time you saw an alien, they were just like chilling, not even trying to abduct you, you know? And then you punch them in the face, and they abduct you and do some shit. Their face just turns all mean, like. Yeah. Exactly. Just like. Like he's he's sitting there I'd going myself. he's sitting there trying to figure out what language you use on his fucking watch that can change his languages and then <laughs> you just him kick him shit. in the face yeah <laughs> I don't know dude that's that's me personally violence is a good answer but it's not always your first the answer. answer it's, it's not, not always should be the your answer. first answer no no and like Johnny always says man it's sneakers Glock. And then wrestling, when it comes to occurrences in the real world. Sneakers meaning you run the fuck away if you can. Glock meaning, well, you know what a Glock is. You just pull your pistol if you have to. You can shoot it if you have to. And if you can't, or whatever, then it comes to wrestling. Like, take that motherfucker down and beat him up. Like, but, again... I don't feel like violence is the best answer for an alien. They probably got technology. Well, if you're, just, like, if they, like, come at you, then yeah. you might be forced to, but, um... So, Travis Walton's big thing, he was, like, uh, he was abducted, and he wakes up in this room, and mm. he sees, like, this, this, this small person, mm-hmm. uh, a small, hairless, gray person, you know, the fucking gray alien. Yeah. Uh... And he was terrified, like, he, and he ended up, he, like, he pushed it, and he said it, it fell down like a fucking, like, it fell down, pushed over some stuff, and then just, like, came right back up, and it was pissed. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of other ones that looked more like him came in the room. And they, like, calmed the other one down and got him out of the room, and then they just comforted Travis. And it's... Fucking, it's a wild story, bro. I yeah. highly suggest like just researching it on, on that shit because yeah. it's wild. But what I really wanted to talk about was the Rua UFO incident. Have you ever heard of that one? Uh, again, man, I'm not really good with names. Okay, okay, I got you, man. Heard, 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 heard. I so, remember like stories and situations, but I'm terrible with names. So in like 1994 in Rua, like Zimbabwe. Okay. Uh, there were 62 kids and then teachers too and one of the teachers is like the current right, headmaster yeah, okay. I think I know which one you're talking about and like where all these kids saw aliens the and, uh, they saw UFC they right saw then the and UFC they were like in the backyard <laughs> no but anyways they saw a UFO landing like near the school and all the kids went out and fucking all drew the same pictures like yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I've heard of this one as well. Yeah, dude, this one was wild. That shit had me like. For me. Have I you guys really ever seen that video? 
the, oh, the video? story. Yeah, what actually happened? I don't know it. So, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, good point. So, all these kids, uh, they were at, like, recess. Like, it was their break time. Like, you can, the video is online of, like, the interview with these kids, like, a year or something later. Mm. And it's, it's really wild, because these kids are young, and they're, like, they all have the same ish story. They add to each other's story. They they're not lying. It doesn't look like they're lying. Like if they're all saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, essentially, there's, there's a bunch of drawings from the kids who all saw the same thing online. Like like these kids did drawings because they were like younger kids, like ages like eight through twelve, shit like that. Um. And one day, like a silver spaceship landed and there were a bunch of other little ones around it mm-hmm. uh, and all these kids described the same stuff and yeah. that's that's a big number of people 62 kids and teachers all are like yeah this definitely happened in 1994 uh, yeah the school was called aerial school in Rua Zimbabwe yeah yeah 60 children said they saw 62 children said they saw the same thing and all of them were between <laughs> 6 and 12 and the crazy thing about that story is like when they're describing this incident and you can find the interview yeah these kids aren't describing them as aliens or monsters or anything like that they describe them as small people with either blank faces or very small features like they remember they had huge eyes yeah but some of the kids described a small nose, some described a small mouth, and then some of the kids described a no, nothing there. Like, mm-hmm. it was just a blank it's so face. Small. Yeah, it was really, like, I don't know. Uh, they, they really thought, like, these kids looked at the aliens, and they thought if they ran away, it would have been crazy. They didn't feel any fear or any terror towards yeah. these things. Um, there's probably not any, like, there's probably just <coughs> curiosity. Um, but, I mean, I feel like the ability to perceive hostility as a child, like, children always have this kind of innate thing about, like, or from what I've seen, children have this innate thing about, like, when they see a person, they can kind of tell if that person is weird or not. You know, from what I've seen, most children have, like, the sense for who is to be fucked with, Mm -hmm. you know, and who you should stay away from. So, if they weren't, if the aliens in that case weren't really trying to do anything to them they had no hostile intent or weren't putting that forward then maybe the kids were just like huh what is this super curious but not afraid like yeah I don't know I've I've heard about this case though and it it is really interesting because all the kids said like vividly almost the same thing like they all saw a grey alien with huge eyes and the other features were Small nose, small mouth. Uh, The way the kids described them, because I listened to the interview uh, literally yesterday because I was like, yo, I want to talk about aliens. (laughs) And um, these kids, the way they described them is 
they thought it'd be crazy if they ran away because they were just curious like us. Like that's what they said, curious like us. And that shit, bro, that shit's kind of crazy. Yeah. Curious thing. Yeah. The kids were like, we were curious about them and they were curious about us. It was really weird because another thing, like after for about like a year, uh, that's what one kid said, like his, his dreams stopped happening after a year after. All their parents, of course, they called him crazy, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. And then after about a year, like, when these kids stopped seeing, having these dreams, that's when the parents were like, okay, they're not so crazy after all. Did all the kids lose their dreams, or...? Uh, I I believe so. Don't I'm not a fucking expert on this whatsoever. Uh, but I believe they all stopped dreaming about it. But they were all dreaming, uh, like they got messages saying not to pollute, to feel privileged to be there, like privileged to be on. Like, I don't know. Honor. Like they, no, 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 they feel privileged about the experience. Oh. My bad. Oh, okay. Uh, but the the messages were like not to pollute. Something bad's gonna happen to all of us, like to humanity. Something in the form of tech. Something uh, technological. Like be careful about. Like take care of the earth. Don't pollute. All stuff like that. Like messages like that. It was really yeah. weird. Uh, and you can hear the kids like on the interviews everywhere. Uh, and these are like young kids. They really don't seem like, if these are actors, it's crazy. Uh, because like today, 20 years later, they're all adults and they still 100% stick by the story. For sure. Some of them are ridiculed by their family still. Some of them have extremely broken lives, but some of them are extremely successful people. It's really interesting. It's a really interesting case. Uh, but I went off on a tangent. It's what I do. It's a bu- it's a fucking dope story, bro. Yeah. Uh, it's really like it sends shivers all through me just thinking about that shit. But like, have you like have you ever had like an experience like that? Like, what's the scariest shit you've been through? Like, not from other people. Uh, just like the scariest shit you've been to, through, like just a experience, like. <laughs> so no, 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 I was talking, Isaac. What about you? What's the scariest? Man, thing? the scariest thing that I've ever seen or experienced in my life has nothing to do with drugs at all. So like, <laughs> I wasn't fucked up. I was totally sober. It was like. That's scary. <laughs> we were out on a fishing trip, right? It was me, my dad, and my older brother, and. I already kind of didn't want to go with them, but I went with them anyways, right? So we went down to this old, like, <laughs> really old port town in Georgia called Dar- <laughs> called Darien, and it's an mm-hmm. old, like, fisherman's port kind of town. They got shrimp boats down there, but down by the docks, it's, like, mostly a bunch of abandoned buildings, right? So we were fishing at the docks for a while, and I got bored because we weren't catching anything, So I wanted to go walk around and look at the abandoned buildings. So me and my brother are walking just up the street, right? And I see a cat that's standing in a, uh, a cat that's standing in a window. He's standing in this windowsill of this building. The bottom floor of the building is all boarded up and it's like super old, but the top floor, there's no boards on the windows or anything. All the windows are blown out, like nothing's there. 
Oh, oh, is this like a ghost story? This is a fucking ghost story, bro. So I see this cat in the windowsill, and I start looking at it, and I'm like, hey, look, it's a kitty. You know, I like cats, bro. But he was sitting there like, you know how a cat will arch its back when it's getting petted? He was just sitting there in the window doing that by itself, right? And then literally, like, I blink, and there's a fucking white little girl, like a real small little girl, just sitting in there in the window smiling and petting the cat. Um, and then I blink again, and she's gone, but, like, there's a bigger figure that looked like it had just pushed something out of the window standing where she was, you know? And then, like, I blink one more time, and it's all gone, and the cat, like isn't there anymore he dipped into the house so i don't know i feel like it was a girl who had been pushed pushed out of a window while she was petting that cat and uh how old were you bro at the time i was like 15 oh that's crazy and my brother was there and he was like 18 or something and he said he saw it as well was it josh yeah, it was Josh. My brother right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Josh. But, yeah, man, it was, like, the most surreal thing I'd ever seen. Like, I thought I was tripping. And I had to make sure that my brother, like, saw that. Because there was a cat there. It looked like he was getting petted. And I was like, bro, cats are so connected. But, like, it looked like the, tap, the cat was getting petted. Right? And then... The moment that I blinked, the cat jumped in the window, and the girl was gone, but the other figure was right there, like this, with his hands out. Like, he had just pushed her out the fucking window. And I was like, god damn. And so, I dipped away from there. We both Fuck went that. back to the dock. But, like, that was the only time that I had, like, a legitimate ghost experience. And to me, it was like, I saw that, bro. I definitely... Wasn't imagining that, like, I saw that in the window of this old-ass, super old town. You could look it up. Darien, Georgia really is, like, a super historic site. It was one of the first, like, ports in Georgia. So it is, like, really fucking old. But, yeah. That sounds crazy. That was probably it for me. And it wasn't even like I was scared to be there. It was just, like... I had just seen something that I was like, I didn't believe in. At the time, I was like, ghosts aren't real, dude. No way. You know, and now I'm like, that was immature of me to believe that a spirit couldn't be trapped here because they didn't, you know, because of the way that they passed, you know. I feel like the spirit of the guy was there because of what he did, and the spirit of the girl was there because of the way that she passed so young and she wasn't ready to move on. Yeah. You know? So, I, I don't know. But that's probably it for me. Like, the scariest experience that I went through So that wasn't, like, violent, I guess. You think, you think, like, stuff happens like that because, like, I don't know, just, like, like, karmic type shit. Yeah. Um, I could I could get behind that. I definitely think that that there's like a cycle for spirits, right? So 
it's like a big fucking recycling bin in the sky. But I feel like when you die, you either lived a life that you were happy with and you were accomplished and you helped people and you made a positive impact on the world, in which case you die and you are reborn into a higher like state of being, into a better life. I feel like you start off your cycle as like a rat or some shit. And then you live all these lives to teach you these lessons. And then when you're reborn here as a human, it's like you've been through a couple cycles. You've made positive impact. You weren't a piece of shit in your other lives. And when you do something that's fucked up, I feel like they're going to, that like the fates or whatever are going to like trap you in that experience. Like if you murder someone and then kill yourself, I feel like they're just going to trap your spirit there to do that over and over and over again, you know, and you'll be stuck in this cycle instead of being able to go up and be reincarnated and live another life. They'll, you'll be living this horror story that you created for yourself in that life. Like we, like we gave you this chance. We gave you this chance. We literally gave you the opportunity to live a positive life. We gave you this life and you wasted it. But not only wasted it, you took a life from another person. There's consequences for everything inside and outside of life. So I feel like you can't waste your life. You can't waste the life of another and expect to be rewarded with another life. You know? It's like if you gave someone $20, (laughs) they told you they were going to buy food. And they went and bought some meth or, or a Sorry. pack of beer. Weed is not bad beer. Yeah, but if they, if they asked you, ask you for $20 for food okay, yeah, okay. Okay. and they go and buy some weed, like they waste it on something that, that's not a priority or they don't do anything good with it and then they come right back and ask you for it again, you're definitely not going to give them it, that again. You know? Hey, fuck you, guy. Yeah, fuck hey, you. Fuck you, guy. Right. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you gave life to a creature... And it not only wasted its own life, but wasted another life in that, then you're definitely not going to give that another life, you know? You're going to give that a hazing, you're going to give that a fuck you, and you're going to put it in this cycle of suffering so that it learns a lesson. What do you think aliens fit in that? I think that maybe they're the next stage of incarnation, you know, when you're reincarnated. I believe that you start off as something small, you work your way up to a human, and I don't believe that we're the highest level of being. So I feel like maybe it's just the next step. I'm not sure the Jack. You're up there, bro. I mean, I feel like humans might be up there on the list, but we're definitely not the highest level in the universe. And there's levels within being a human, you know? Not everyone's born with the same capabilities. Not everyone's born with the same, like, and I'm not saying that because someone isn't athletic or anything, they're not on the same level as you or I, but there's levels as a human being, like maturity and, and knowledge. And you'll meet kids who are like insanely smart and insanely knowledgeable and not because they were taught this by good parents, just they're born with this 
knowledge. They're born with this sense, and it's like you've definitely lived another life. You've definitely done this before. You know things already that you shouldn't know, that I know haven't been taught to you because I know your parents, and I know that they don't know this shit, you know, but... I like to think of the recycling of energy, like, um, I don't know, like, uh, the, the plants to the animals, and then, like, little bugs, and then that bug gets eaten by another bug, you know, and then, uh, they die, and then the, you know, that cycle, the life cycle, I like the cycle to think that's how, yeah, I like, I like to think that's how, um, the energy is transferred, you know, through the earth. I get that. Plants do it, animals do it, everything does it. Like energy in general, they have resources. It's definitely a cycle of energy. Definitely going on some like religious shit now, bro. We're gonna start our own cult. It's gonna be. We're gonna start the best cult. Energy is not a religious thing. It's just (coughs) spiritual. Energy just is. Energy, yeah. Energy just is. That's what I'm saying, bro. But what, how that energy We're going to start a cult, guys. You heard it here first. We're going to start a cult. Let's go. Awesome. No, I know. Uh, but, dude, yeah, that, that question that question went on a big one. That's crazy. Which question was that even? Oh, dude, that was like, what was the scariest thing you've ever experienced? Oh, yeah. yeah. Into some crazy spiritual shit, bro. Okay, so. Everything, bro. We we paranormal activity today. I'm, no, uh, no, no. Uh, so me personally, bro, the scariest shit I've ever been through, like, dude, I, like, I guess it was night, like a night terror, knowing what those are now, like uh, yeah. sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. But it was the craziest shit in the world, bro. Like I was sixteen. Yeah, uh, it was before my junior year. Or, no, 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 right at the start of my junior year of high school. Uh, and literally, like, I, I, tore my, I tore my meniscus, like I've mentioned this before. I tore my meniscus, uh, it was the, my second tear. And I just, I was in a really bad spot at the time, and I got in an argument with, like, my sister and shit. And I went to, like, the park across the street of the place I was living at. And I was just sitting there for a while, like, from afternoon into night, like, from, uh, like, fucking, when the street lights first turn on, uh, to, like, dark, dark. And I just started getting this, like, really bad feeling, like, like, something was watching me, somebody was there, and it just, like, I didn't feel good, bro, like, I felt, I, then I was on crutches at the time, because I was still, like, fresh after a knee surgery, uh, so I had like my crutches sitting next to me and I was just sitting there just chilling at this playground. Uh, like when it got dark, bro, and I, like it was the creepiest feeling ever. And, uh, for some reason, like I just got up on my crutch and I like sprinted away on my crutches, uh, through mulch into pavement across the street. Like this shit, like just randomly had me terrified. And I just, I... I just randomly like I wanted to apologize to my sister for everything I like it was a weird fucking moment bro and I remember this this was before I smoked or did anything that I've ever done allegedly um 
I'm a great kid, bro. I was an yeah. awesome kid, straight A student. Uh, and I just got this horrible feeling like I sprint like if you could understand the amount of urgency and just like that feeling that I had, like yeah. it was really fucking weird. Uh, and then like I went to sleep just really upset, uh, blinds closed, everything lights off, just passed out there. Cause it was just a really bad time in my life. And it felt like I woke up. Like it really felt like I woke up and I was just laying there just, couldn't move, couldn't do anything, bro. Like, uh, it, like, I remember, like, I opened my eyes, or at least it felt like I opened my eyes, and I couldn't move. Like, I tried to say something, and I couldn't say anything. And it felt like there was just somebody in the corner. Like, I could see them, but I couldn't look at them. Like, I could see the figure-ish, but I just, I couldn't look that way. Like, my body wouldn't move that way. And I was so scared and I was so terrified. And all I wanted to do was cry and scream, but I couldn't do either. Yeah. Uh, and then I woke up. Like, and then, like, mm. I remember, like, I, like, dozed back off to sleep somehow. Like, I was just like, they don't see me. If I don't move, I'm not going to get hurt. If I don't move, I'm not going to get hurt or some shit like mm. that. Uh, and I was like, just close your eyes and pretend you're asleep. Close your eyes and pretend. Like, I remember that shit. Yeah. Uh, and I just closed my eyes, went back to sleep, and then I woke up, and I immediately, like, I reached for my phone, I turned the light on, I, I looked in the corner, and I was just, like, gasping for air, like, I was terrified, bro, and I've, I haven't had anything like this since, and I don't know, bro, that, like, it was either some, like, malevolent spirit trapped in the room, or, like, some alien-type shit, like, I was really fucking terrified. And I remember waking up crying and like screaming yeah. for somebody. And my brother came in my room and I was just crying. I was freaking out. And I, dude, I was fucking 16. Yeah. You know what I think though? You know what I think it was? You said you, you felt like it might have been a demon in the room or a spirit in the room. I feel like demons are real. And when something becomes a demon, it's when like you've, you've gone through plenty of cycles in life and you've chosen to be a piece of shit and then you just embraced it and <clears throat> I feel like when you were going through that knee surgery you're going through a hard time maybe you were in a state of depression I feel like that just puts you at a different level of what am I looking for a different level of like insecurity for um, a demon like to that to come yeah. into you and into your life and impact you you know, when you're already at a lower mental state, you're depressed, you're sad, you don't, like, you don't know where your life's going to go, you know, your athletic experiences are, like, not happening right now, because your knee just blew out and you had knee surgery, so possible dreams of yours might have been getting squished in that moment, and you were not secure emotionally, and therefore not secure from, like, other energies, you know, then the fighting your sister, fighting your sister just accentuated that feeling of like insecurity and how unsure you were in the moment and you left to find some other kind of energy. You left because the energy at your house fighting your sister wasn't helping you. So you went looking for something else, but came up upon something that wasn't beneficial for you. You know, came upon this demon who was just looking to fuck some shit up. 
kind of fucking somebody, you know. And yeah, if yeah. if he walked up on a jag now, bro, he'd probably just eat an elbow. To yeah. be honest, uh, because it's, it's what I do, bro. It's right. <laughs> but did this ever happen to you again? Nah. Right. No, no. What really happened to you when you were in that like depressed and unsure state? You know, fighting with your family and and not sure of where your life was going. You know, now you have direction. You have like things you're trying to do, and a certain level of security emotionally. You know. I, I see like that. It was weird for sure. Um, for example, like if you see somebody alive and then ten minutes later you see them dead. Mm-hmm. There's just something that's missing. There's just something yeah. missing to the puzzle. Uh, I definitely think there has to be something to do with like vibrational shit, some energy type shit, spirits. Uh, if you see a rabbit dead and you see a rabbit alive, they they look completely yeah. alien. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Even a child can tell you that that rabbit's dead. You know, it's weird. It's really, it's different. It's really different. Yeah. Uh, and you can see the difference in plants too, because regardless of what life form it is, energy is energy. And it, you, it's not destroyable. You can't create or destroy it. So this energy comes into us and we're life now, but as soon as it's gone somewhere else, we're no longer life. We're just this hunk of cells, you know? So. We've been blessed with energy. We should definitely use it. Keep it positive. You know? But, yeah, it's definitely... that. It's like that, man. I mean, spirits, consciousness, I feel like it's just life. It's just energy, and it just is. It always has been, you know? Been around before us, just in another form. Awesome. Well, what, like, just, what would be the scariest thing to you? Like, do you think you could ever experience, like... I guess we're on, like, Fear Factor now, shit, no? <laughs> I mean, shit, what would be the scariest thing? Yeah, yeah, like, for... if an alien came down, if if, you fig- if Godzilla was rampaging through town, fucking, oh, no, like, yeah. hit me with it. Probably if, like, if Russia started dropping nukes on Ukraine, that'd be probably one of the scariest things for me right now. They'd nuke themselves? That's true. Their fallout Just would hit them, psh- too. The fallout would hit them, too, but if... We were to go into a state of nuclear war, that would probably be the scariest thing for me. And it's only so scary because it's so real right now, Mm -hmm. you know? And we haven't lived in a war time. We've been living in peacetime. And so we don't know how real it is. But even now in the world, it's not peacetime anymore. We're in active war. Like, we're a part of active war whether that be online or in the media or just just in our involvement with these other countries, um, which is not bad. You know, we need to do what's better for the planet, but we're not in peacetime anymore, and it's disturbing. And so, yeah, that would probably be the scariest thing that could happen to me right now. It would, it would change. To happen to Everybody. us. Yeah. Is it the scariest thing that could happen to you? No, it's just like scary. Mm-hmm. For me, bro, like I feel like the scariest thing that could happen to me, or like just happen to anybody in general, on the topic of aliens, mm-hmm. 
is getting like getting abducted and, and it might not be that bad like you might actually enjoy it you might have a crazy experience or some shit but just coming back and everything's gone that mm. shit is scary that's uh, the thing that's the thing though it would be scary if everything was gone but that's what nuclear war is enticing like that's what it's teasing the idea of this war these hypersonic fucking missiles that Russia's got nuclear warheads on now like all this shit could very well take away the entire thing. and Lex Friedman's gonna he, stop it Lex Friedman is gonna go over there and judo Putin to death okay that's what's gonna happen he's going over there have an interview he's gonna with a bunch they're of gonna people, get into a disagreement crazy. about how you should love. treat humans and the meaning of love and then they're gonna have a judo fight and it's gonna turn into a death match and Lex Friedman's gonna be the next president of Russia oh my god that'd be awesome that'd be fucking dope as hell yeah, yeah. that'd be like he'd be an awesome dictator mm-hmm he would turn Shout that out shit. Lex Friedman. Shout out Lex Friedman. That man is amazing. Uh, for those that don't know, for those that are still listening, Lex Friedman is a great friend of Joe Rogan. That's how I found out about him. And he's been on Joe's show a few times, and they're really good friends. And his podcast is amazing. Listen, if you want to listen to someone from Joe Rogan's podcast actually get interviewed... Lex Friedman is your guy. He actually does interviews. But it's, they're like fun and really it's, different. It's fun and different, but it is an interview. If, it, if you're talking to Joe Rogan, it's a conversation. If you're talking to Lex Friedman, there will be questions that you have to answer. But there the, will be a little bit of structure. It'll still be a conversation. I'm not trying to say that. Yeah. But it's more formal, more... You're going to get more of your questions answered, um, and he's going to pose almost a real interview for you but you know it's really fun conversation no doubt i love lex bro uh and he's going to ukraine uh russia just going in between and he's pissed off a bunch of people on both sides uh his family roots are there and he came here when he was like six or eight or some shit like that uh like when he didn't know english or anything like that which is wild uh Lex Freeman's gonna save the world, bro. Nah. Uh-huh. So, on some real shit, the Jag, the Jag definitely went a little over, or I guess into a regular podcast. Uh, I guess it's the fucking anomaly podcast. Welcome, welcome. And then we can hit a run still if you want to. I and definitely we have to. Club, but we can still hit a run. I got till one o'clock. I appreciate the hell out of that, bro. We're gonna go get a fucking run in. Let's go. Awesome. Well, if you guys are still listening, shout out to my boys in Belgium, the the men who like to beat their meat. No. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> nah, dude. That's why they downloaded. They were like, oh, Jack, oh, wow. But shout out to everybody who's still listening. Shout out to all the people that are actually supporting me with just this goofy shit I do. Shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, Iz the Anomaly. Yeah. And shout out to, like, not me, but the girl who barely said anything, um, the artist in here, Megan Watkins, you should try and find her, get yourself some art stuff, we're gonna start selling clay soon, so, <laughs> if you want a cup, or a vase, or anything like that, Shape that shit up, bro, no, I'll, I'll drop links to the social in the description, but thank you guys again, 
Uh, and I hope this is a great start to your week with some alien, spiritual, beautiful stuff. Adios. Hasta luego, chicos. Au revoir. Bye. <laughs>